Hello. Hello. What's going on? What's hey up? guys. Welcome hey. back to Here's Looking at You America, where we talk about big life topics that all of you guys can relate to. I'm Sydney. I'm Billy. And I'm Dre. And it's cuddle season time. Oh, yes, it's cuddle is. season. Yeah, let's get to it. <laughs> so this is interesting because this is kind of how the idea for this episode came to be when mm-hmm. you mentioned this term to me. Yeah. And I had no idea what you were talking about or never heard of it in my life. So why don't you explain for our listeners out there, what cuddle season is, basically. Cuddle season. So cuddle season is when you find your mate and you sit around at home where it's cold and mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, Netflix and chill, cuddle up, you know, get to know each other. Okay. The initial, you know, less phase is going to be in the winter. I see. So it has to kind of do with the so. weather being being like getting colder you want to yes. be inside more with yeah. just like cuddle yeah. up netflix and chill so that's uh <laughs> that's interesting uh the turn like the, those kinds of terms i'm still kind of learning because i'm getting kind of more into the dating scene mm-hmm. yeah. for all of you listening i'm pretty new with the whole dating thing that's just that's just my experience we're just kind of sharing each other's experiences and seeing seeing where we're all coming from with the whole dating in america kind of vibe so i thought it'd be cool if we went over some other slang terms that we use in america that are popular in america uh netflix and chill is a pretty popular one i think that's my favorite one. I think that that's come into popularity since Netflix been it's been a thing. You know, you yeah, just yeah. Want to go hang out with your your uh, your what's your hubby? Hubby, <laughs> your bae, your bae. <laughs> oh, that's that's one of the terms actually. <laughs> I forgot that was a term. I, I can't remember when that came up. I want to say it was like started for me in like high school sometimes. So oh, definitely. Like okay. 2014, yeah. 2015. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of new, newish for me. So. It's like I guess a new version of Babe. Yeah. That yeah. Is, just is what, this, is what this article says uh, from Lingo Deer. 24 slang. American slang terms slang. that you need to know for your relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are some other ones we have here? We have your ex. That's an old one. Player. Old flame. Old. Chick. Uh, I mean, I don't think I'm yeah. the only one chick. <laughs> Unless you're in like a fraternity or something. No. Uh, what else we have Stud. here? That makes me think of like Greece. <laughs> Yeah, oh, like a stud. Yeah, you can't even you can't even say that. Is no that more. something they said back then? Yeah, they did. They did. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. that's an older it's one too. In Greece, like, it's in the movie. Okay. Yeah. I, I think we got a mix of, of like <laughs> older ones, and new ones. When she drops a cigarette and she like, tell me about it, stud. Yeah. And then she starts singing. Yeah, at the very yeah, end. Trust okay. me, I know my Greece. <laughs> I love love Greece. Thanks for it. I know my Greece. Dre, what were some like ones you used when you were growing up? Like, so what would be like some older ones? Would ones in these lists be pretty accurate? Uh, they seem a little old, like. Side chick. Side chick? Be, yeah. If you, mm-hmm. if you okay. Doing some th- on the side. Yeah, you got a side chick. I feel like that's um, evolved to like Sneaky Link now. Yes. yes. Oh, yes. yes. You were talking about this. I, yes. What is, so explain also what Sneaky Link is because that's also something I've no. that sounds so weird to me. I would think like Missing Link. Like what I does that like mean? I feel like it could be used in a couple different situations. But I yeah. feel like it's just you're with someone that you don't necessarily want anyone else to know that you're with. And that could mean anything oh. from like cheating to my friends will make fun of me if they know yeah, that I'm with this yeah, person. Yeah. Okay, or, so yeah. again, it's like, like morally ethical kind of dating. Mm. Yeah, it's just like a gray here. gray area. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, che- cheating and ghosting are ones I'm, I'm familiar with as well since I think that still happens nowadays. Yeah. That, that, that feels Definitely. like that hasn't changed. Have y'all ever been ghosted before on on, on date or something? Not me. 
Not you. I'm I the, think I've done the ghosting. Yeah, I've done the ghosting. You've done yeah. the ghosting. I yeah. think I might be a ghost king. <laughs> okay, it's like just Boo from from Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just if it's if it's so early, you give me a red flag. Right, like I don't feel a need to respond to you. Yeah, like mm-hmm. yeah. I would invest in six months in it, and it's like. No, okay. Six I mean, months. Wow. If I yeah. haven't invested six months. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you said if you've like Oh, that's 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 hurtful. That's a whole relationship right there. <laughs> exactly. I was like, I'm talking dang. about like two or three weeks. <laughs> okay, oh my yeah. Goodness. See, that's um, more yeah, appropriate. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I guess ghosting can can be either you're being mean to them or it's for probably the better. I guess is, is where it's you guys are probably out. It, Honestly, it is. it's a cop out. Yeah. You okay. gotta take it. You're taking an L for yourself. No, so I get even that. Heard Caspering too, I think is like a friendly, like Casper the friendly ghost. But I don't really know how you like be friendly about ghosting someone. Yeah, it seems it seems weird. I like I said, I don't have much experience, so I haven't had the chances to do these things. Not that I want to do them, but I understand that sometimes it just kind of comes down to that. Relationships can be awkward and weird. I'm sure a lot of us know that. It can. Another thing that's weird is like how people are kind of meeting nowadays, uh, which is mostly online, not with the Mm -hmm. internet being as big as it is. Yeah. Uh, so how I've been trying to get into it is through dating apps. Yeah. Oh, okay. If anything, that's that's something that's getting more popular nowadays is because people can uh, have the safety of not having to get into initial contact, like meeting through work or something like that. They mm-hmm. can just, just from the confines of their home, just check them out. Give <laughs> a little worth safe the space. Time. Don't have exactly. to get out the couch. Don't want to embarrass yourself uh, in front of them. Yeah, exactly. So I, I've been using, my brother put me onto it and I thought, why not? I'll give it a shot just because I want to, try and put myself out there, you know? I want yeah. to see what it's like. Yeah. So we have some statistics here from the Statista Global Com- Consumer Survey. Some articles here that I think would be interesting to explore. Uh, this one says the most popular dating apps in the U.S. Uh, in 2022, 36% of this survey says that people are mostly using Bumble. 36% are using Bumble. Wow. Okay. Um, would you Have you guys ever used Bumble? Or I any had, dating apps? Yeah. I had Bumble for a minute, but... I've been on okay. a dating app before for a very short period of time where I was like, mm, no, not for me. Okay. And yeah. then I use Bumble Friends a little bit because I'm trying oh, to Oh, yes, it has a friends, friends function. Here, I forgot but... about that. Yeah. That seems so... kind of weird for a dating app to do that. But it I mean, does, I completely but... agree. I, think, I, think <laughs> I was always cons- curious about that. Like, do people on the friend side actually still try to get with you? I tried it. All? I tried or... it out. It's no. like, no, it's just no, strictly I, friends. I also, I have made it to where it's only females yes you can oh, choose okay. if it's male or female uh, friends because okay, yeah. okay. i'm and not really interested in i chose that. i think i chose both and i just saw a bunch of dudes i'm like okay this is kind of weird yeah <laughs> i'm a little skeptical just swiping um, for dudes yeah <laughs> make friends admittedly my boyfriend is a little bit like sitting <laughs> yeah <laughs> do you really um, want to be putting yourself in that situation and but... uh the payments are weird i checked out the ones on bumble since that's the one i've been using and i think the standard plan for like just a monthly rate is like 20 dollars a month wow to pay for you know, like getting, you can get like, there's like these boost modes where you can like get on the front of someone's page if you like really like them. Mm-hmm. And you can do that more if you pay more. So it's mm-hmm. almost like a pay to win kind of thing, like <laughs> gaming, which is really weird. <laughs> it's just a weird way to approach it that I would never think of, but it's just kind of the game you have to play to really try and connect with someone. And, it, and that's it's so weird. much, yeah. though. Just to pay. That though, seems like too so much, much effort for me. Yeah. Like, I think it's too much effort to pay. Well, yeah. And it's just with such little return, I feel like. Because I don't know, you may get a text like yeah. from doing that. No, and yeah, money. for the ones I've been using, it's 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 like you have to really try to communicate with someone. For for Bumble, what's interesting is that when you do match with someone, it's on 
uh, the girl to make the first move. Right. Yes. The guy yeah. cannot uh, message you first. Which is so relaxing first. to be a guy. Like, <laughs> it's so relaxing. It's uh, always that pressure. We always have to come up with like, yeah. the best one-liner or something. Yeah. You can't say, hey, how you been? He a lame. Uh-uh. And it's interesting because uh, that that's like one of the arguments for this article from Vita Select. It's asking about Hinge versus Bumble. Which one is better for dating in 2022? Because uh-huh. okay. the other one I've been using is Hinge. And personally, I like that a lot better. Really? But on this other on this other article for Zatista, it's not even close to being one of the most popular ones being used. Yeah. And it's been around since like 2013. I get a ton of ads for it, like just like scrolling Instagram and stuff. Like there's and they always make memes. Like that's mm-hmm. how they advertise hinge. Yeah. So I no, think that's the hinge, funny. like the motto is that it, they it's the app to meant to be deleted. They okay. want right. you to get rid of it. Yeah. Which I feel like is a good message because that means they want you to actually connect yeah, with find someone. Somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Bumble feels like it's almost just like trying to wring as much money out of you so that they you don't find someone. They want you to keep looking yeah. right. so that they get more money. Right. Um, and I feel like that's where a lot of this article is. It's like, you know, it says at the end of it that Hinge is better for guys because they can think of a message first. Bumble's better for girls because they can filter kind of what they want to move with. Um, and honestly, I mean, I don't disagree with that. Because yeah. Hinge, I mean, for me as a guy, Hinge was working a lot better. Hinge, mm-hmm. you can like see prompts and like add videos and, and just you can like figure out who they are as a person more before you even message them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And that's, that's cool. how I uh, actually ended up meeting uh, the, the two first dates that I had. Uh, that I've had Juicy in the last uh, few weeks. Yeah. You have to spill now. Oh, I have to spill now? Yeah. Oh, man. It's almost like we're on a podcast. I have to spill. <laughs> first in the hot spill seat. Spill your life. Okay. Uh, so. Yeah, both of them I, I met through Hinge, okay. which is what I was saying. Like on Bumble, I, I didn't even like get a message from anyone. I think I got the people who were matching me were bots. Oh, okay, sure. That. Because that. we matched and I was like, they didn't say anything because they have 24 hours. It's like, right, say right, something, right. yeah. Just yeah. was not working for me. But then Hinge, I actually uh, got messages from two people and, or they were at different times, but uh, it was nice. We got to actually talk about our interest and, mm-hmm. and communicate mm-hmm. over that. And my first date that I went on, we went to a restaurant in Marietta. I believe it was a, a Mexican restaurant, I think. Mm-hmm. I forget the okay. name. But it was really nice. We got okay. to talk and, and hang out. It was a drive for me, but it was nice. So I don't know. I was just trying to be myself. That's, that's yeah, I mean, what I've always oh, you can be. tried to be myself in those situations. And uh, then the next date, uh, after that one happened, uh, I tried to, or she came to me. We have this uh, town center that we went to. Mm-hmm. It was really nice. We got to walk around, eat dinner at an Italian restaurant. Ooh. So it was just kind of okay. the, the same vibes that I just wanted to do. Because I don't really know like what the best first date is. So speaking of first dates, what would be your guys' best first date or your most memorable one? Memorable one. I like, I'm like. i a classic dinner and movie kind of guy. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That would yeah. be your that would be your go to. Yeah, I gotta go to dinner first because you gotta have the conversation, you gotta have to sit down to get to know each other. You can't mm-hmm. do do that during a movie. No, you can't talk during a movie. Yeah, no. I mean you could. Uh, it's just kind of rude. <laughs> <laughs> you could. This is my opinion. I'm a big but movie. I, yeah, that's my go to. You know, dinner and a movie. Okay. Yeah. 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 That'd be nice. What about you, Sydney? I guess so. Enzo and I's first date was probably we met through friends, so it was mm. more of like a. Everybody else was done hanging out, but we didn't want to stop hanging out. So we just went to Whataburger and we had Whataburger (laughs) in the car and hung out and talked. So So that's how it kind of started? Yeah, but we've done a lot of other fun things like uh, mini golf is probably Mm -hmm. one of my favorite dates that we do a lot. There's a really nice one in Dallas. It's a top golf mini golf course. 
and there's three different courses, and so we get really competitive. What? So wait, uh, I know, I know. Yes. Top, I'm familiar really? with Top Golf, so it's Top Golf with mini golf. Yes, no, I it's like a, a super big like that's, Top Golf, and it's it's awesome. That yeah, cool. I have no <laughs> idea. I, I would love to try that. I'm, yeah. I'm, I love money golf. I love I love getting that stuff. Yeah. But I don't know. That was just my my idea for first day because I want to like talk to them. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And it's hard to yeah. do that. On, on the thing where it's like an activity, you know? Mm-hmm. So I want to connect to them and see what kind of people they are. And for the ones I went on, both were very nice, but I I don't I just didn't think it would work out just with those specific situations. There was a lot of factors going into it. I mean, yeah. it's just a lot of stuff to think about and, and it can be <laughs> a lot sometimes. Yeah. You can see that I'm, I'm getting, you know. You uh, just don't always vibe with someone. No, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. that's yeah. What, something I have to learn to be okay with is to not vibe with someone. You know, which is something new for me because I, I like to try and get along with everyone. But like, yeah. this is a different type of connection we're talking about. Yeah. Trying to mm-hmm. connect romantically, which I don't think yeah. I, I've done yet. But. That's how um, I had a bad date. Okay. Oh, bad date. Yeah. Time. So we met online dating app. Can't remember which one. Okay. Tinder. I like Tinder more anyway. Yeah. She wasn't someone I usually go for, but I was just like, no. The ones I used to go for ain't working out. So when I try something <laughs> different. <laughs> so, of course, yeah. you know, dinner and a movie. So we went to Atlantic Station. Went okay. to the pizzeria. Uh-huh. And sat there and talked. It was kind of cool, but it was still kind of, like, awkward. Yeah. Was, you know what I mean? That I was like, maybe, like, the butterflies and the awkwardness will go away if you don't watch a movie. The movie that she wanted to see, I guess, like, and, like something happened to, the like, the theater, and they wasn't showing it. Oh. Okay. And then... There was another movie there that I wanted to see, but she wasn't interested in. So our movie uh, like oh, selection like man. clashed right there. Yeah, was that's already a sign. I was like, oh. I don't know. And the movie was it's so it's one of my favorite movies now. Uh huh. But it was Ready Player One. Really? Oh, that was yes. such a good movie. She checked her phone every <gasps> ten minutes no. while in the theater. Oh, and I, I was been just outer. like, this movie is the shit. It is so good. And she's just like. <laughs> Checking it. The ultimate nerd explosion. And checking she's it. just checking her phone. Yeah. Wow. After that, I was like, okay, walk to the car, hug, go back I, to my car. Yeah. I'll see you. <laughs> I already knew. It was just like, nah. Is that something weird? Is, is hugging on the first date weird? Or is that pretty standard if it goes well? It's pretty standard. Well, for me, yeah. it's pretty standard. You know, just yeah. that first touch is always, you know, good to have. Just mm-hmm. like, right. hey, we're going to hang out. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean, I after the date, it's always like, are we going to have that first kiss or not? Will we going with this? Yeah. That's yeah. that's kind of the steps I'm not familiar with. Being new to this, it's like, what 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 happens now? Yeah. <laughs> where's where's the list of things I need to do now? Yeah. <laughs> There's no list. It's just kind of what you feel. Yeah. And I'm, I I'm getting yeah. used to that. I get a lot of anxiety and stuff. You know, dealing with this kind of stuff, which I feel like is normal, but I I, I just haven't had much experience, so I'm just trying to yeah get well, better about those... dealing with that lines are definitely blurred now too because i think first dates have gotten a little bit more casual with all of the online dating Mm -hmm. like i don't think there's so much pressure to oh commit to like a one-hour dinner like i think a lot of people are going more towards like getting coffee or something quick and short just to get a vibe for someone before you say do i want to go on another like longer date with you i got you yeah actually the most popular dating spot in America for a first date is Starbucks. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Starbucks? Yeah. Starbucks. I don't know. I feel like if you're going to go for coffee, you got to go somewhere a little bit more 
boutique. It's that pumpkin spice latte. It comes I guess, out, you know? but I, I guess know. during this time you were yeah, cuddle, cuddle season, cuddle season, spice latte, pumpkin spice latte, latte go hand in hand. Netflix. Is that yeah. what the norm is? <laughs> yep. To be honest, I'm not much of a coffee guy, so like for me, it would never cross my mind. But I understand it's a popular place. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I pulled the top three. It was out of a list of twenty taken from um, Clover. They did which is another dating app, Clover. They did a survey of their users. Okay. And these ended up being the most popular. And I think they're so sad. So we have Starbucks. <laughs> and the number two was In-N-Out. And In number and three out. was Chick-fil-A. Wait, what? They're making it quick. Chick-fil-A? Yeah. It was a quick first date. I would never <laughs> take a date quick. to Chick-fil-A. I guess you get a milkshake out of it if it goes bad. It goes Wait like a minute. Yeah, I think oh, that's horrible. Man. Yeah. Not cute. That's like a friend hangout place, not like a date place. Well, recently yeah. over the years, I've heard a lot of men are not going all out for the first date. Really? Because okay. they're running a- across women that just want the dinner oh. portion of it. So they want them to spend the money on them. So now a lot of men are doing like pre-dates. Pre-dates. Okay. Like, let's, go like... hang out. Yeah. <laughs> let's go hang out at the mall or something. Let's go get something quick. Yeah. And then let's see if it goes to... Me yeah. spending like a hundred, two hundred dollars. See, that's what I'm talking about with, with all this filtering, man. Everyone's so afraid to connect, so they just stack on these things that that like layer if they're worth their time or not. You yeah. know? But yeah. I wonder if it's just like a we're presented with too many options, you know? Okay. So I don't really see it as like an unwillingness to connect. I think it's more of a there's so many people like available to it you is. to meet yes. now because yes. of technology. Right. That you have to be a little bit more prudent about where who you're with and where you're going and right. I, I think that comes from being a girl too like, mm-hmm. okay yeah. I don't know like nowadays you don't go on a date without telling like three different people where you're going yeah. right you know yeah. share locations <laughs> nowadays yeah yeah. so I think yeah. that maybe plays a part no that's it. you're right that's absolutely true that's a perspective I can't relate to <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's okay I understand so, like that. how much no, did you spend it. roughly on on my dates first dates my yeah. first dates uh, well I paid for uh, both of them Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, they averaged around like forty to eighty. Okay. okay. See, I uh, think that's reasonable. Yeah, yeah that's not bad. That's no, not bad. I, I, I. But then I, you do like ten of those dates, then it comes. Yeah. Well, I'm headache. a very big like. I don't expect a guy to pay every time. You don't. Like maybe on the first date to kind of set a standard, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. then after that, I would rather like switch back and forth a little bit. Okay. Like, let me take care of stuff. Like, if you paid that's for kind something. Of you. I'll pay for something. No, I, 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 that's out. my thing. It's like if they give the vibe that they want to pay themselves. I'm not. I'm not. I wouldn't be one to be all like, "I'm a man. I gotta pay." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that would that would uh, sully the connection. You know. That's my yeah. error. Yeah, I gotta pay. So that really? so, so yeah, yeah, you feel yeah, you feel like you need to. That, <laughs> yeah. that I think that does come from a male. Perspective. I'll keep paying until you tell me to stop. <laughs> Otherwise, we ain't going out that Friday if I'm broke. It's a deal breaker if I don't yeah. pay for this meal. <laughs> we could go out Friday, but I'm a little tight with money, so. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly have a better time, like, at home most of the time, too. Like, Enzo has this great, it's a jailbroken Wii. And it has mm. all of these games from all, like, the N64 and all of that. Yeah. And I have so much fun. Like drinking a beer, playing those games. Oh yeah, <laughs> in the oh, living yeah. room. They're so fun. Versus spending eighty dollars on like these are actually dates recommended by experts, and Ooh, um, experts. they suggest things like friendly competition to so, like escape mm-hmm. rooms, like okay. things of that nature that are a little bit. And I feel like that can get a little bit much, especially. I was for about to say date. like that, that, that goes back to my escape room. <laughs> my thinking with first dates and an activity like an escape room where there's a lot of thinking involved. It's I a feel lot. like. Yeah. You're gonna clash in certain ways if you don't start 
realizing your thinking processes can can be yeah. different. Yeah. And it's hard to work as a team when you don't really know, know each the other. person that you're with. No, you got to trust a person to escape that room with your life. <laughs> I went to one with my drumline buddies and we all like killed it because we knew each other and we trust each other with our lives. Really? Wow. Uh, so that that's where I'm coming from where I feel like that wouldn't be my choice for first date, but I can see how it still be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what are the other ones? Like museum or art gallery? Yeah. Let's go about local events. I think that's a really good idea. Local because, festivals. Yeah, like festivals. Yeah, and, or like music playing somewhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, like Piedmont Park, they always got something going on down there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. like an yeah. art festival. Or doing or like a picnic in the park. Yeah. Like, I I'm think always that's really good. Cute. If I like the girl, I'm always good with a picnic. Like, I'm quick with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Girls, girls love picnics. And it shows thoughtfulness to me. Okay, so what qualities do y'all look for in your person? Your soulmate, significant other, your cuddle buddy? Ah, cuddle, <laughs> cuddle buddy. buddy. What qualities are you looking for in your cuddle buddy? Hmm. Well, yeah, so for me, it's just starting dating. It's it's like I'm trying to figure those out. Okay. Okay. So on, on like my dating app profiles, I was like, I'm, you can add preferences of like what you're looking for. Yeah. And for mm-hmm. me, it was I a lot of the ones I did have. Figuring out my dating goals was an option that I could do. And that's what it is. Yeah. I'm figuring out what I want out of a relationship. Yeah. And I think I've been figuring it out for the most part. Mm-hmm. I want someone who has fun to have conversations with. I like I like talking a lot, as you can tell. <laughs> uh, I, I like, But I like talking about nerd stuff and everything. So I want someone to kind of engage in conversations with. I want someone to spend time with. Yeah. 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 I would say that's something I enjoy a lot. And just, you know, someone who who... Puts effort on their end to, you know, put happiness in not only my my happiness, but their happiness. Yeah. I'm a big self-advocate for self-happiness and self-love. And mm-hmm. I feel like someone who shows me that that's important to them is a big factor for me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just yeah. putting effort for not only the person they're attracted to, but themselves. Yeah. Uh, so I would say those are the biggest things for me. What about you, Sydney? Yeah. Um, I guess some of the big things for me are someone who I can be like comfortable with, I guess is the right, the right yeah. kind of vibe be that yourself. I'm going for. Yeah. Be yourself yeah. around them. Being yourself and being able to just like, you don't necessarily have to put effort into every moment together, I guess. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's just very easy. Make it's it very natural. easy going natural. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good word. Yeah. And then supportiveness is another big thing for me. And that's actually another big thing for America as a whole. Okay. Um, according to a study by University of I'm going to butcher this. It's in Germany. Please don't hate me. Gottingen? <laughs> Gottingen? Okay. <laughs> um, they uh, listed kindness and supportiveness were the top two qualities that people were looking for in long-term relationships. Okay. I would agree yeah. with that. That, yeah. sound, that sounds like that tracks. It's that stuff that makes them feel comfortable and, and feel good. You yeah. Know? yeah. Kindness yeah. and supportiveness. Yeah. What about you, Dre? What are you looking Me, for? Oh, so mine's going to be a little different since I'm family-oriented. Okay. Right. Okay. You know yeah. I mean? So just off of me, of course, got to be attractive. Got to be strong-minded and positive. Like, yeah, I can be aggressive and you got to hold your own. Really? Yeah. Like the small jokes I make here, I can make like 10 times worse outside of here, but it's supposed to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> might hit a nerve, so you just got to like roll with the punches with, with me. You know what I mean? Just, yeah. I know how I am sometimes. I got you. Okay. You know what I mean? So you got to um, just take that humor. I yeah, like being yeah, yeah. challenged too. Like yeah. that intellectual, like, I don't want you to just necessarily agree with everything that I have to say. I like getting into like a little bit of like a viewpoint argument. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. my, that's another big thing for me uh, that I, I also indicated was being open-minded. Yeah. Something I am. 
yeah. completely open-minded, just being open to other people's perspectives. That's yeah. something I would also look for in a person yeah. just so we can, you know, get an idea of who we are and just so that we're not like clashing and arguing about stuff. You yeah, know? yeah. Yeah. But yeah. arguments, I feel like come up in relationships regardless. It's, it's, how, you, it's how you handle them. To show mm-hmm. how strong the relationship is. Yeah, communication is always key. Communication Definitely. is very key. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think that is probably one of the biggest factors in making a successful relationship is Absolutely. being able to communicate. It is. It is. So, I mean, because communication is required to start it. And if it's not maintained throughout it, it just kind of ends mm-hmm. from what I understand. Yeah. yeah. Another uh, quality that kind of surprised me that people were looking for, and this was... I feel like this is a little bit biased because it came from a poll conducted by Life Happens, which is a life insurance education organization. So they teach people about the importance mm. of getting life insurance. Okay. And so I feel like it's a little bit biased, but one of their most highly reported qualities was financial security. That's like up there top three financial things security. that people are looking for I in a partner. See, I can see that because I want an independent person that can hold their own. Like yeah. If yeah. you were able if to I'm, like get your own place by yourself. getting too much into it, if I'm being honest, that was something that was in my brain when discussing one or when going through one of the dates that I did go on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something that we discussed. Which, so, you know, that's that seems like an early stage to talk about that, but it is important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. Something, I, I, I overthink things, so I just go in the future, which I shouldn't. I'm trying to just be in the moment, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Financial security is important, especially in... Uh, a further stage in a relationship because it's it's going to determine how much you contribute and where you where you kind of end up paying for each other or just like in general. So I I'm, I'm not too surprised at that. I yeah. guess no. It yeah. always just kind of throws me off because I feel like people like you know those like personality quizzes where they're like money or love. Yeah. But yeah, it turns yeah. out that they're kind of like they're very connected. It is. I love so. money. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I love. <laughs> oh my goodness! I see the modern ones from from the same poll you were talking about. The forty four percent sense of humor. Mm-hmm. And you said, "I think this is such BS. Everyone has a different <laughs> sense." Because <laughs> I really do. Like I don't know. You can say that you want someone that makes you laugh, but I feel like that applies to a lot of people. Like I don't know. That's just not on the top of my list. So you think there's there's no one who's like. I want someone who doesn't make me laugh. I want someone who just makes me sad. Like that's not what I'm saying. (laughs) I want to cry because of this person. That's what I'm attracted to. It just makes me laugh when people are like, because even in like memes about dating bios, where they're like, if you can't make me laugh in your first message, we're not gonna work. Yeah, I I see that all the time. There's so much pressure now. It's like I don't want to make you laugh anymore. I don't. Yeah. Care now. Like you're you're pointing it out. Yeah. It's not authentic. I just. I gotta be a comedian for you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because I think everybody is funny in their own way, and everybody has their own sense of humor. Yes. So how can you say someone does or doesn't? He's on the opposite side where I just need somebody to think I'm funny. You know what I mean? I don't need the other person right. to make me laugh. I just need you to understand my jokes and how I exactly. am. Exactly. Like, I don't have to be a class clown for us to be, like, funny and yeah. get each other. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so. yeah. We were talking about that in the other episode, which one of us is a class clown, which I wasn't voted class clown, but <laughs> my mom was. She was a class clown. So yeah. I feel like it's in my genes. Well, in terms of things that make a relationship successful, so we talked about financial security, communication, mm-hmm. and another thing that I think is really important is understanding each other's love languages. Yes. So this whole theory actually came from a book written by Gary Chapman in 1992, mm-hmm. which is called The Five Love Languages, How to Express Heartfelt Commitment to Your Mate. 
I did not know it was from a book. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't okay. really either, but it's come up a bunch. Um, like, I think we actually had, like, a whole, like, sorority seminar really? on it. I think oh. it was in, like, framing of making friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <I think laughs> Love it's, languages. Yeah. So, I guess from the five types, let's go over those. Oh, okay. yeah. Five types. Okay. Um, they're quality time. So, mm-hmm. that's spending time with each other that's meaningful, that's in the moment. Physical touch, which is being able to be intimate with your partner, kissing, Hugging, all of that good stuff. Words of affirmation, which is things like, I guess, compliments in a way, but yeah, yeah. compliments with substance, yes. I yeah. guess, is the right yeah. word. Mm-hmm. And then acts of service. This one is mine, I think. Um, okay. And that's taking care of your partner in ways, like getting things done for them so that they can do something else or trying to help them relax or things of that nature. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. And finally, receiving gifts. So... Getting a gift from your partner is super meaningful to you. All right. So So with those in mind, I would say for me, the two ones that that would probably be the biggest on here would be quality time and words of affirmation, which words of affirmation, I didn't know about myself until I started trying dating really, and talking to people. Because I, you know, the the most people I would talk to would be my parents, my brother, and just my friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, we would... It's not like the most common thing for them to compliment each other, except for my mom, who compliments me all the time. That's what moms <laughs> do. So you're used to it. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden, you get compliment from someone you're possibly romantically interested in. I'm like, hey. Yeah. I think yeah. that's kind of good. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. So I, I think I found out through that 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 was one of my love languages, but I thought was uh, cool to do. And then quality time, it's pretty obvious. I like spending time with people, so. I enjoy yeah. that very much. Mm-hmm. What about you, Dre? What would you say yours are? Mine is quality time and physical touch. Physical touch? Okay. okay. Yeah. Does yeah. you say I'm, I'm, you're yeah. looking for those? Yeah, huge on physical touch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's nice. I mean, to just have like, you can have a mental connection all you want, mm-hmm. but a physical connection is also important yeah. to keep like, your Yeah, like we're watching, late night watching TV, like a body part just got to be on Go my right lap. Back. Like, you know, put your feet yeah. on me. Put your leg on me. Put, That's you know, what cuddle season's me. all about. <laughs> That's why I got kids touch. now. There you go. <laughs> Oh my goodness. That requires physical touch. <laughs> it does. It does. <laughs> and Sydney, yours? Um, yeah, oh, yeah, so acts saying, of service. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I kind of think of that as just as like, if I if you see me like stressing about this one thing and you know I have other things on my to-do list mm-hmm. and you just casually like remove them, that makes me so happy. <laughs> it's just like, wow, you just really made my day by making my life so much easier. And I'd say words of affirmation is a big one too. But yeah, obviously those are are very important. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they were like filters on the dating apps I was using, but I, I still think that that's something that people would point out that's important to them because mm-hmm. it's good to to know that going into it. Yeah, because I did not know about it before I started getting into it. So I think on another level too, people can have two types, and that kind of gets separated into showing versus receiving. Right. So you mm-hmm. can definitely have a love language that you prefer like to be applied to you. But you may also have a different love language for how you communicate with your partners. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. So, okay. yeah. Oh, and uh, I, I don't see what they are, but I see you have states, official states love languages. Yes. This actually came from Shane & Co., which is an engagement ring kind of based jewelry. Oh, yeah. I think I've heard of them. Yeah. Yeah. And so they c- partnered with a survey to get this information about love languages and they actually did them for every single state in the US. I'm not really sure how they did that. Oh, it was actually mm. they filtered Google searches. Okay. by state and we're trying to find out what was the most googled in each state. Oh, and that's, so that's kind of how they I want to hear it. 
I want to hear it. Yeah. So Texas and Florida, me and Billy were the same. It was receiving gifts. Okay. And we're actually two of three states total. Really? That, and then that was their two out of the fifty. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Three out of fifty states chose 50. receiving gifts. Yeah. Uh, what about Maryland? The land Maryland. of Dre. <laughs> <laughs> you pronounce that so hard. I know, right? Um, <laughs> that one was acts of service. So okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So that almost correlates with everyone uh, with only you, Sydney, of us who's yeah. receiving gifts. And that wasn't actually a very big one. I think it is really funny though. I'm looking at this map, and it really is kind of separated by like section. Mm-hmm. Of America. So, like, the Midwest, that entire section is physical touch. And then mm-hmm. um, the very West, so California, Nevada, Utah, all those guys, they're all acts of service. And then everybody in the Northwest, so, like, Washington State all the way to Nebraska, they're all um, quality time. So, so I it's thought almost that was like really weird. Off? Hmm. Yeah. Like, I thought that was interesting. I don't. I can. Uh, I can tell you. Maybe all people in the Midwest want to get closer because it's also <laughs> so spread out. <laughs> it gets cold There's there too. In it does get cold. There. It does get cold. Listen, oh, they got man. longer cuddle season than we yeah, do. Yeah, so I thought that was kind of funny. And speaking of states, let's talk about long distance relationships. Long because, distance. Yeah. It's hmm. it's messy. I am in one myself currently. Enzo is in Texas and I'm here because I came out here for an internship and then I got a big girl job like a couple days before I was supposed to actually move back to Texas. Right. Now, yeah, so, I'm remembering this. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of surprising and it hasn't been the easiest, but I'd say we definitely have adjusted and are making the best of it. That's good. Um, That's real good. What would be the biggest challenges that like specific challenges that have been hard on you for this? Yeah, I'd say the specific challenges are just, it'd be different if I was four or five hours away mm-hmm. and I could drive there fairly easily. But you can't. But it's yeah. a plane ride. It's a plane like, ride. Yeah. Or it's a day's drive entirely. Yes. So uh, obviously the financial issue of just trying to reach each other is a problem. Yeah. Because that because that contact is important in a relationship. That yeah, How long have you been in a relationship again? We've actually almost been dating for four years now. Four so. years. Congrats yeah. on that. Thank that's you. awesome. Yeah. But they say that's definitely like a helping factor is that you've spent time together before in person yes. and you've been together so for so So you would so say long. that because you've been together for a good while, that's been easier to be long distance. I would say so just because I feel like we know each other better and right. we know how we communicate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it doesn't make it as complicated to try to meet each other's needs, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But cool. I thought it was interesting in my research, and this is a survey conducted in partnership by adult store Kiru. <laughs> Adult <laughs> store. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What websites were you going on? Wait a minute. This actually came. I found it on New York Post. If we're gonna be honest, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then they linked right. to the survey. Okay. So I promise uh, my nose was clean. It's but... okay. What, what we what we got from them? Um, they actually say that fifty percent of people in long distance relationships met online, and twenty seven percent of those never actually lived close to their partner. So I found that kind of interesting. I would think that it would have been the opposite. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So maybe people are becoming more comfortable being away from each other just in the online setting with everything that happened with with the pandemic. It's just like everything Mm -hmm. online is like so much easier now. Right. So maybe people are more comfortable with it. Yeah. Yeah. This same survey actually said that 88% of people have said that technology has made their long distance relationship 
possible. Yeah. Right. Not even yeah, yeah. more helpful, possible. possible. Yeah. Was no, I, I can't imagine it must have been like how that would have worked like back in your day, Dre, when you were growing up, like just without the internet, like how would you have been maintaining that conversation just through phone calls, right? Yeah. It makes me think of Stranger yeah. Things. With Dustin, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I never forgot about Never that. ending. Communicating through like computer, yeah. and, like changing his grades, and like that's acts of service. There that's you what, go. That's yeah, what Dustin, exactly. Uh, uh, that's exactly. what Dustin likes. But, but yeah, it was just phone calls. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't imagine, man. That must that would be so weird. Free on um, what after nine nights and weekends? Right. That's what it was back then. Your bill plan. Oh, got to talk yeah. to somebody after nine p.m. Oh, wow, yeah. that's so funny. Everyone, yeah, everyone got a cutoff time. Everyone wow. in their twenties has no idea what he's talking <laughs> no, about. <yeah. laughs> Gen Zers were like, Who, "Hold on, wait, I have to wait till nine o'clock to talk to him." <laughs> yes, you do. Otherwise, you have to pay for it. <laughs> wow, yeah. But this actually says the average long distance couple sends each other three hundred and forty three texts every week and spends. Eight hours on the phone or on FaceTime every week. I can see that. I feel yeah. like that's what's required to make it work. Yeah. Like that much communication. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. We should have. Uh, next time we'll have to like get you to like count how many texts you do with Enzo. Oh, my gosh. I feel like that would take forever. We text back and forth like all day. <laughs> would you say this number would be close to what you do? feels like i honestly feel like it's kind of low if i'm being honest <laughs> you uh okay. but we don't spend that much time on the phone i would say so i would say we text more, more. more. Yeah, yeah, yeah because he's still in school and then i'm obviously at work and there's an hour time difference which isn't horrible mm -hmm. yeah so we we don't really have a lot of time to like catch each other well but we're also really funny when we get on the phone like, we literally can't stop talking to each other. <laughs> like, we say bye, like, five times. And that's, then we end up in a random that's conversation. That's good signs. No, you yeah. hang up. No, you hang up. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's oh. actually substance, I swear. Okay, but, okay. Yeah. That's cute. But, yeah, and 69% of respondents to this survey said that they actually talked to their partner more while they were apart and thought it was actually a good thing for their relationship in the long run. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of interesting. No, yeah, because I think if you can make it work with that long distance, and that strengthens your relationship for how to move forward. Yeah, you know, right. yeah. If you're able to keep that constant communication, then that's that's just more good signs for for you. But I I can't imagine it's easy. So I know that you have a long distance relationship that can take a toll out of you. But when do you kind of expect to get everything kind of settled together, molded, I have live no under the same idea. roof, maybe? Um, I'd like to sooner than later. Okay. Because we kind of we kind of lived together for a little bit in college. Okay. okay. Not in like a we got an apartment together way, but we found a house that had three bedrooms. And Enzo's best friend that I'm also really close with, him and me moved into this three bedroom house that all had our own bathrooms together. Mm, okay. So oh. we were kind of living together, but we each had our own space. We had our own rooms. Like we could go about our oh, own that's cool. days. Yeah. Okay. That's I actually like kind a good of really situation. liked that. Yeah, yeah. Cool. it was nice to be able to be like, I'm gonna stick my head in your room and see what you're up to and see what you're doing. But if I don't want to hang out with you, I can also go do my own thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not that we did that most of the time. You gotta have your personal space, but the yeah. option was there. No, absolutely. Yes. Uh, yeah. But what about you, Dre? Since you are in the stage where you're kind of being official, yeah, is what we call it. So, um, what, what was yeah. it for you? What was your timeline? Me and my girl moved in six months after. We got together. Okay, okay. six months. Yeah. That's, that so feels I, reasonable. So who who asked? Uh, or like who moved into where? Me. I asked her to move in with me. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I don't know if the listeners know Atlanta, but she lived on the south side of Atlanta. 
near Riverdale, and I was staying in Setting Springs, north side of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. About, Which is, what, yes. 40, 45 minute difference yeah, between each other? Yeah, it's a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I had my own place. So I was like, you want to, you know, move in? So she did. And literally, it was the first time she left her house. Like, <gasps> really? Yeah, her parents' house. Yeah. So she never left so her she, parents' so house. So that was her first wow. time just moving yeah, out? Yeah, what? She was like 28, 29. Okay. Yeah. Wow. But she's Vietnamese. So they, they okay, last longer. Okay. As a culture inside your so parents' house, yeah. yeah. No, I was I was more talking to uh, mm-hmm. uh, my friend from Brazil who mm-hmm. says that it's more common for kids to stay in like their late twenties to their yeah. parents' house. Yeah, right. and yeah. for me, it's like it feels like in America, it's almost pressure to get out of the house. <laughs> yeah, as like soon as possible. 19, yeah, <laughs> yeah, get like, out quick. Just get out of the house. <laughs> Let me make your room into a man cave or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we got a um, yeah, we lived there, and then now we got a house down in Morrow. So we moved back to the south side. <laughs> uh huh. Not by choice. Uh, Not by choice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we had an apartment fire, and then all this other stuff happened. Oh man. Yeah. Nobody got injured. Okay. Uh, only thing happened, my dog got like smoke in his lungs. He was coughing Aww. real bad for like a week or two, but everybody good. Okay. Everybody well, that's good. good. But it gave us a house. So. Yeah. That's yeah. a good thing nice. to, to come out of that for yeah, sure. Yeah, Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Bigger space. Yeah. This actually says here that 25% of couples move in together only after dating for four months. 25% Do we think that's too quick? Four months is too quick? Four months? Four months. See, I thought six months to me sometimes is too quick when I'm telling my story, but... Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. I think for me, it would be taking... I like to take my time because I've I've Mm -hmm. had situations Mm -hmm. where stuff has felt like it was moving way too fast. Yeah. yeah, It makes me uncomfortable. So I feel like I would want to take more time with it. Six months seems okay, but I would probably take longer. I don't know. Maybe it's just the military side of me because military side moves quick. Like six months getting married in the military is common. That's common. Yes. That's scary to me. Yeah, just (laughs) skip over getting, skip over living with each other. Six months just, yeah, Yeah. dating and then marriage. Okay. That's quick in the military. Interesting. But yeah, but uh, here it says that 50% of people after a year of dating move in, move in together. Move in yeah. together. Yeah. See, that seems more reasonable to me. A year is a good time. Yeah. I say a year is a good time. Because like, if you're still dating after a year, like you obviously see a future for that relationship unless circumstances change. You've put yeah. in the work. Like, you've gotten comfortable with them to right. stay with them for a year. So I feel I, that to yeah. me also feels like the most appropriate route to go or time to wait mm-hmm. before you move in. Because moving yeah. in, yeah, it's like... It's a serious step. And then like... Is. What happens if you break up? Then you don't have somewhere to go exactly. immediately, you know? But also it says that two years after dating, 70% of people move in together. See, I so. also think that kind of makes sense. Like, maybe not for people who are, like, million billies age dating. Yes. Because yes. like, yeah, I still yeah, think yeah. we're kind of young for, like, moving in together you and still, stuff. Yeah. No, I, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't even think about that at this stage. Exactly. Like, mid-20s, though, mm-hmm. I feel like that's definitely, like, appropriate. Uh, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, so it's not it's just a thing with time that you've been with the person also to do with the age of the couple that's being in question of moving in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there's, for us, it's like we're still getting our financial situation. Yeah, yeah. definitely. About moving into a place. Uh, I have a friend who is in a better financial situation at our age. He mm-hmm. just bought a house. Oh, wow. He has a girlfriend, but it's because he already got in the sum of money. Like, that's the only reason. It's definitely. Like money, financial security mm-hmm. is still a factor. At multiple stages in relationships. It's always a factor. Well, that's like Dre mentioned, like the military, like you've been mm-hmm. working since you're 18. Yeah. And, you know, we went to school first. Mm-hmm. So I feel like mm-hmm. that kind of makes me feel like more of a child a little bit. In a way. <laughs> you know, like I don't Just feel like I've bit. experienced the real world the way like somebody who 
got out of high school and started working immediately mm-hmm. yes. would. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Very different experience. I think it's it's such well. a different lifestyle in the military. But here it says that uh, after four years of dating, still 10% of the population have not moved into together. I feel like that kind of tracks because I have this other article up here, um, Pew Research, and it's talking about views on marriage. Okay. And 14% of America says that it's never acceptable for people to move in together if they're unmarried. You know? Oh, okay. so I think okay. that view is still very yeah. prominent as well. That's, that's, and kind of is that more of like that. religious view or? I yeah, don't like think people so. who yeah. are who are who are t- very yeah, like Catholic for mm-hmm. example. I'm I'm mm-hmm. I was raised Catholic. It's very strict about not doing a lot of things before marriage. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they're very strict on that. So I I mean that's a good amount of America. So mm-hmm. great. I mean, that that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it can it can be different depending. I mean, your community can affect your thinking with that sometimes. Just Definitely. depending on their views on it. But really, it, I think ultimately it should be how you feel. I you know? completely yeah. agree. It shouldn't be yeah. everyone else's opinion. Like your parents, you can get into all that on who you're marrying and like you can disagree with them. But and you have to live with them ultimately. Yes. Like <laughs> Ultimately, it is yeah. up to you. Definitely. You know, so for people out there who are just starting out like me, just keep in mind, <laughs> it's, all, it's all about you. So just keep yourself in mind and your wants and needs. That's what it's all about. And if you click with that, then it's meant to be. Let's end the episode by telling everyone our favorite romance movies. Okay. Our ideal ideas of romance. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Fictionalized and and movies. I'm one of the Billies. Oh, mine? Yeah. Mine's going to be one I don't think a lot of people know. Y'all know me. I love uh, everything Japan. <laughs> yes, love, you do. I love myself some anime. This is a uh, a anime an anime a movie from Japan. Okay, it's directed by Masaki Yuasa, and then the movie is called Night Is Short, Walk On Girl. Okay, hmm. it is a movie about a young girl who takes a stroll out in uh, the night of Japan, and is kind of just exploring herself in a way. Yeah, and the other side of the story is. Uh, a guy, her senpai, uh, who's like her older mm-hmm. classmate, who is interested in her, but she doesn't know. She's oblivious to it, and she and he's trying to just like talk to her, like go on a date with yeah. her. So the movie kind of explores that and like the awkwardness of like interactions, different kinds of people. Mm-hmm. It's a, a full exploration, more focused on culture in Japan, yeah, but still about love and how connecting can be so hard, which is some some of the stuff we were talking about, and just like how weird it can be and how everyone's different. It's a great exploration of that. And I yeah, think, yeah. and also advocating for self love, which is something I love. So that's one I recommend. Sign HBO Max if you guys want to check it out. Oh, okay. Uh, I would okay. highly recommend it. It's a I'm fantastic gonna, movie. What about you, Dre? Me. Yeah. I am the notebook guy. Oh, my notebook. goodness. That's my favorite number one. <laughs> Don't hate me, guys. Romance, chick I have flick not movie. seen the notebook. Honestly, Billy, I, I haven't either. Really? So, yeah, we're on the side. Y'all gonna have that. to watch that notebook. Like, listen, <laughs> it's gonna be some tissues at it's the end. It's gonna make me cry. I it's don't going watch to make it. you cry. Isn't it a uh, more our generation thing, Sydney? Or am I wrong? I mean, it isn't. It is an older movie. It's based, I don't know when it's it came based, out. I believe in the sixties or seventies. Let me Google wait. When it. did it come out? It came out in. It's not that old. No, like no, no, it's, it's older. Two thousand four. Two thousand four. Oh, so yes, okay. older but, than us. But, I see. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's cool. But yeah, it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a great movie. <laughs> that's a great movie. Does it make you cry, Dre, or you're not a crier? I cried the first time. I'm not gonna lie. Aww. 
Nice. Te- tears came down the first time. Wow. I cry all the time in movies. Oh, then you're going to ball on this one. <laughs> oh, no. Like, it, it's a great love story, but the ending is the best. Okay. The okay. ending is the best. All right. Yeah. Yes. Well, you said you have to watch it. Mine is actually kind of surprising because I don't feel like it's very stereotypical. Mm-hmm. Um, La La Land is La my La favorite. Land. I haven't oh. seen that one. I like that movie. Yeah. I, I've I haven't watched seen that, that one. one. Because in the end, I don't, I don't want to spoil it, but the movie isn't really about romance. It's kind of about like chasing your dreams and mm. what happens when a person is on a different path than you. Do you give up your uh, dreams for okay. this person? Do you pursue them anyway? Gotcha. Yeah. So it's honestly really, really sad. Like the last scene gets me every time, but it's such a good movie. So okay. I'm, uh, I, would, I would recommend it. I, I might rewatch that and I'm going to check out The Notebook. Yeah. Check out The Notebook. Text me. I both, <laughs> I'd be very interested to hear what you guys think about Night of Short Walk on Girl. Uh, okay. You said it's on HBO Max. So I'm on HBO yeah. Max, yeah, I believe. Yeah, yeah. It should still be on there unless they took it off because they just take off stuff randomly sometimes, which is annoying. Hmm. But, you know, it's a service, so whatever. Well, make sure to follow us on social media, guys. This has been our episode of Here's Looking at You, America. So subscribe here and we'll see you next week. Thank you See for you tuning guys. in. Enjoy cuddle season, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stay warm. <laughs> Today's episode of Here's Looking at You, America was brought to you by Glassdoor Studios and our executive producer, Jeremiah Bennett. Your co-hosts are Roz Smith, Dre McAfee, Sydney Sumner, and Billy Mizell. The music was composed by Miles Kredich. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode, and we'll see you next time.